Hi there, and welcome to Mrs. Bush's Storytime. I'm Doro Bush Cook, your host. Have you ever been to the dentist? If you have, you'll be able to relate to today's story. Dr. DeSoto is the story of a mouse who is a dentist for animals big and small. I'm excited to share with you that we'll hear my mom, former First Lady Barbara Bush, read it with a very special guest, her pal Grover from Sesame Street. Let's listen. Hello, Grover. I'm so glad you could join me for story time today. Hello, Mrs. Bush. I am so proud you invited me over. I just love it when people read stories to me, especially stories about little animals or little furry monsters like me. Well, Grover, I have just the right book for you. It's a story about a little mouse named Dr. DeSoto. He is an animal dentist, and it was written and illustrated by William Steig and published by Farrar, Strauss, and Giroux. Here's how it begins. Dr. DeSoto, the dentist, did very good work, so he had no end of patience. Those close to his own size, moles, chipmunks, etc., sat in the regular dentist chair. Larger animals sat on the floor while Dr. DeSoto stood on a ladder. For extra-large animals, he had a special room. There, Dr. DeSoto was hoisted up to the patient's mouth by his assistant, who also happened to be his wife. Dr. DeSoto was especially popular with the big animals. He was able to work inside their mouths, wearing rubbers to keep his feet dry. And his fingers were so delicate, his drill so dainty, they could hardly feel any pain. Being a mouse, he refused to treat animals dangerous to mice. And it said so on his sign. When the doorbell rang, he and his wife would look out the window. They wouldn't admit even the most timid-looking cat. One day when they looked out, they saw a well-dressed fox with a flannel bandage around his jaw. I cannot treat you, sir, Dr. DeSoto shouted. Sir, haven't you read my sign? Please, the fox wailed. Have mercy, I'm suffering. And he wept so bitterly. It was pitiful to see. Just a moment, said Dr. DeSoto. That poor fox, he whispered to his wife. What shall we do? Let's risk it, said Mrs. DeSoto. She pressed the buzzer and let the fox in. Mrs. Bush, I am very glad they decided to let that poor fox come inside so Dr. DeSoto can help him. I am too, Grover. But what would you do to protect yourself from the fox if you were Dr. DeSoto? I would make sure I had major medical. And I would also make sure I strapped him down in my chair before I started to work on his teeth. That's a good idea, Grover. Let's see what Dr. DeSoto does. The fox was upstairs in a flash. Bless your little hearts, he cried, falling to his knees. I beg you, do something. My tooth is killing me. Sit on the floor, sir, said Dr. DeSoto, and remove the bandage, please. Dr. DeSoto climbed up the ladder and bravely entered the fox's mouth. Oh, wow, he gasped. The fox had a rotten bicuspid and an unusually bad breath. This tooth will have to come out, Dr. DeSoto announced. But we can make you a new one. Just stop the pain, whimpered the fox, wiping some tears away. 
Despite his misery, he realized he had a tasty little morsel in his mouth and his jaws began to quiver. Keep open, oh. yelled Dr. DeSoto. Wide open, yelled his wife. Excuse me, uh, Mrs. Bush. I think Dr. DeSoto needs to stay out of that fox's mouth. He should just, you know, tie a string to the tooth and pull it out. Maybe a very long string, like two miles. That's a good idea, Grover. Let's see what he does. I'm giving you gas now, said Dr. DeSoto. You won't feel a thing when I yank that tooth. Soon the fox was in dreamland. Hmm, yummy, he mumbled. How I love them raw, with just a pinch of salt and a dry white wine. They could guess what he was dreaming about. Mrs. DeSoto handed her husband a pole to keep the fox's mouth open. Dr. DeSoto fastened his extractor to the bad tooth. Then he and his wife began turning the winch. Finally, with a sucking sound, the tooth popped out and hung, swaying in the air. I'm bleeding, the fox yelped as he came to. Dr. DeSoto ran up the ladder and stuffed some gauze in the hole. The worst is over, he said. I'll have your new tooth ready tomorrow. Be here at 11 sharp. Uh, Mrs. Bush, why is Dr. DeSoto telling the fox to come back? You're right, Grover. What do you think might happen when the fox comes back? I know what the fox is thinking about, and so do Dr. DeSoto and his wife. I'm certain of it. They should just drop the new tooth out the window to the fox and let him figure out how to get it in himself. Let him go to dental school. That would keep them safe. Let's see what happens. The fox, still woozy, said goodbye and left. On his way home, he wondered if it would be shabby of him to eat the DeSotos when the job was done. After office hours, Mrs. DeSoto molded a tooth of pure gold and polished it. Raw with salt indeed, muttered Dr. DeSoto. How foolish to trust a fox. He didn't know what he was saying, said Mrs. DeSoto. Why should he harm us? We're helping him. Because he's a fox, said Dr. DeSoto. They're wicked, wicked creatures. That night, the DeSotos lay awake worrying. Should we let him in tomorrow, Mrs. DeSoto wondered. Once I start a job, said the dentist firmly, I finish it. My father was the same way. But we must do something to protect ourselves, said his wife. They talked and talked until they formed a plan. I think it will work, said Dr. DeSoto. A minute later, he was snoring. Oh, 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 Mrs. Bush, I think I know what might happen. Dr. DeSoto and his wife could invite all the animals they have helped to come over and hold the fox down until Dr. DeSoto has put in the tooth and then make the fox leave. Maybe they can tickle him or something. What a good idea, Grover. Let's see what happens. The next morning, promptly at 11, a very cheerful fox turned up. He was not feeling a particle of pain. When Dr. DeSoto got into his mouth, he snapped it shut for a moment, then opened wide and laughed. Just a joke, he chortled. 
Be serious, said the dentist sharply. We have work to do. His wife was lugging the heavy tooth up the ladder. Oh, I love it, exclaimed the fox. It's just beautiful. Dr. DeSoto set the gold tooth in its socket, hooked it up with the teeth on both sides. The fox caressed the new tooth with his tongue. My, it feels good, he thought. I really shouldn't eat them. On the other hand, how can I resist? We're not finished, said Dr. DeSoto, holding up a large jug. I have here a remarkable preparation developed only recently by my wife and me. With just one application, you can be rid of toothaches forever. How would you like to be the first one to receive this unique treatment? I certainly would, the fox declared. I'd be honored. He hated any kind of personal pain. You will never have to see us again, said Dr. DeSoto. No one will see you again, said the fox to himself. He had definitely made up his mind to eat them with the help of his brand new tooth. Oh, I hope Dr. DeSoto and his wife have a plan that will keep the fox from eating them. So do I, Grover. What do you think might happen? Well, I think that before the fox can eat Dr. DeSoto, he and his wife will tie a great big pillow onto the fox's tooth so that when the fox bites them, it will not hurt them one bit. It'll be kind of mushy. What a good idea, Grover. Dr. DeSoto stepped into the fox's mouth with a bucket of secret formula and proceeded to paint each tooth. He hummed as he worked. Mrs. DeSoto stood by on the ladder, pointing out spots he had missed. The fox looked very happy. When the dentist was done, he stepped out. Now close your jaws tight and keep them closed for a full minute. The fox did as he was told. Then he tried to open his mouth, but his teeth were stuck together. Ah, excuse me, I should have mentioned, said Dr. DeSoto. You won't be able to open your mouth for a day or two. The secret formula must first permeate the dentine. But don't worry, no pain ever again. The fox was stunned. He stared at Dr. DeSoto, then at his wife. They smiled and waited. All he could say was, Thank you, Belmush, through his clenched teeth, and get up and leave. He tried to do so with dignity. Then he stumbled down the stairs in a daze. Dr. DeSoto and his assistant had outfoxed the fox. They kissed each other and took the rest of the day off. Oh, they really fooled that fox. What a good idea it was to glue his mouth shut. I knew Dr. DeSoto and his wife would find a way to solve the problem of helping the fox without being eaten. Oh, boy. That fox learned a lesson. And thank you for reading that story to me, Mrs. Bush. You're very welcome, Grover. We learned something today, too, about solving problems, didn't we? Those were clever mice. They certainly were. And the fox learned something, too. Just like you schedule a checkup with a dentist, you can also schedule time to read together as a family. If it's on the calendar, it will become a higher priority and you're more likely to follow through. Thanks for listening. 
please be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye for now. The Mrs. Bush's Storytime podcast is inspired by Mrs. Bush's Storytime, a radio program that aired on ABC Radio from 1990 to 1994, while Mrs. Barbara Bush served as First Lady of the United States. For more information, visit barbarabush.org slash podcast.